Hi, welcome back to another episode of this podcast. I'm Alan, a co-founder of Science Humanitarian, and today I am joined by our Vice President, Sophia. We are a student-led international nonprofit based in New York with emphasis on accessibility, embracing diversity, and inclusion through science. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, make sure to check out some of our other episodes on artificial intelligence and global warming. State of the Pod from Cornell University are our sponsors, so be sure to check them out after this episode. The subject of this podcast will be electric cars. Before we begin, we use the term carbon footprint a lot in this podcast, and essentially means the total amount of greenhouse gases, which includes methane and carbon dioxide, as a result of our actions, like burning fossil fuels. So how many of you listeners own an electric car? If you own a gasoline model car, would you ever consider switching to an electric car? Well, electric cars will become the forefront of many conversations in the future as it becomes an increasingly popular option. It is projected that in 2030, 40% of all sales of passenger cars will be electrical cars. Some projections even expect electric cars to comprise 50% of all sales by 2030. These projections are a product of the increased demand for electric cars during 2011 to 2021. The number of electric cars used on the road went from 21,000 in 2011 to over 2 million in 2021. One factor contributing to the increase in popularity is the improved range of these cars. In the past, many consumers were fearful that the car would run out of battery before reaching its destination. However, Recent advancements have minimized this fear and will continue to be minimized with the advancement of technology. For example, the median miles an electric car could travel per change in 2011 was 68 miles. But in 2021, the median miles traveled per change was 234. Furthermore, the number of charging stations is increasing. In 2021, the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act allocated $7.5 billion to be spent on building the nation's biggest charging network. Despite several myths regarding how dangerous or harmful electric cars are, in reality, they aren't as destructive as an average gasoline vehicle. Although the manufacturing process of electric cars' batteries have a large carbon footprint, it still has a smaller carbon footprint than a gasoline car. In addition, this footprint is offset very early on during the use of these cars as they are a lot more environmentally friendly over time. This is crucial in the fight against climate change because a third of the United States carbon footprint is a product of transportation. The carbon footprint from the production process will be offset anywhere between 6 to 18 months after purchase. This time frame is dependent on how clean the energy grid you are using to charge your car is. The energy grid that powers the charging stations for electric cars varies. It can be powered by fossil fuels like coal or more environmentally friendlier alternatives like hydropower and solar energy. Even though the use of charging may emit carbon pollution, several studies have proven that electric cars actually produce lower greenhouse gases than a typical gasoline car. Because of the sustainability of these electric cars, the U.S. government is initiating plans to integrate more electric vehicles onto the road. Sophia, could you elaborate on this further? Sure, Alan. 
So the Biden-Harris administration recently announced the Federal Sustainability Plan, which profiles the request for companies to transition all fleets to electric vehicles by 2027. With doing so, the Biden-Harris administration launched a station locator tool to assist customers in the transition to electric vehicles. The station locator tool includes customer education and support. An example of this is Hertz, which is a program that is specialized to increase the availability of electric vehicles every year. They have also established different programs to settle community charging commercially. One of these includes the NLX Way, which is expected to sell over 2 million chargers for electric vehicles by 2030 in North America. The main objective for establishing this is to increase the safety and reliability of charging stations around the world, which will in the long run support well-paid employment and high-skilled jobs across the globe. As they are pushing for transitioning fleets to electric vehicles by 2027, that may be difficult for many individuals in the public to accomplish. Therefore, the Biden-Harris administration established programs such as Surbuck Solutions, a program that manages battery and manufacturing to produce over 1 million electric vehicles by 2028. Furthermore, Biden's economic plan is striving to produce more models of electric vehicles to limit emissions that will further negatively impact the climate. Similar to how electric vehicles have been rising in sales in the United States in recent years, hybrid cars have also been experiencing a similar pattern. These cars are vehicles built around one electric motor and a gasoline engine that works simultaneously along with it. Conjoining the application of electrical and gasoline energy, hybrid vehicles produce less emissions to the environment, therefore reducing the amount of contamination added to the environment while driving. This is a factor that has contributed to its rising sales in recent years. Another factor is that they can also travel at a greater distance than an electric car can. Furthermore, in comparison to gasoline cars, hybrid cars require less maintenance and require less fuel to function, reducing the amount of money consumers have to spend on gas. These additional factors have contributed to hybrids vehicles rise in popularity. Thank you for checking out this episode of podcast. We look forward to seeing you in the next one.